It's the weekend, so relax and listen to some stories the whole family can enjoy. That's right, it's the Saturday Story Circle, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 38 The halls of the Westing Mansion hung thick with unnatural blackness. It was darkness created by so much more than the mere absence of light. It was the creeping, impenetrable shroud of fear and ignorance that lived within the heart of every man. It was the primal terror of the night that had its birth a million years earlier, as huddled proto-men gazed from their caves and waited desperately for each new dawn. It was an inky tomb of black that Ajay Shah pulled from the minds of those cavemen's descendants and drew about himself like a cloak. He cast his spell throughout the great house deeper and stronger than he had ever cast it before, and in what remained of his heart, he knew it would not be enough. He was breathing hard now, the pain in his arm burning like a knife of fire. He was as dangerous as a wounded animal, but he was not finished yet. Shaw hissed sharply as he pulled in a long, slow breath and focused his mind to dull the pain. He might have only moments. Suddenly he heard it, rising like a tide all around him, that laugh. There was no joy in it this time, not even cruel mockery. It was an announcement, a clarion bell. Hello, Shaw, the red panda's voice rolled in like a whisper. How's the arm? Shaw started. It had been many days since he had been approached by stealth. He saw the eyes of his enemy now, glowing like two merciless beacons, cutting through his own shield of darkness. But he felt nothing there. Only the same cold nothingness his foe felt from him. The two of them stood together, their minds hidden from one another. But only one could be the true master. Shaw rose to his feet and tried not to favor his wounded arm. The eyes were joined by a gleam of a wide grin as the red panda's face resolved itself from the shadows. She beat you, Ajay, the red panda said through his smile. And it looks like she hurt you in the process. How is that possible? Shaw could tell by the smile that his enemy knew the answer well enough. You wanted to feel her kill me, didn't you, Shaw? The masked man sneered. You knew I couldn't strike her down, and you wanted to feel her pull the life out of me with her bare hands. The red panda stepped completely from the blackness now, the bright red of his mask and gauntlets the only point of color which could be seen against the hollow shroud of emptiness that surrounded them. You are a fool, Shah. Am I indeed, rich boy? Ajay Shah reached forward with his hand in a sharp and sudden thrust towards the masked man twenty feet away. From the depths of the blackness came a dagger flying at terrific speed, a trophy pulled from the walls of the mansion hidden behind the spell of darkness. It hurtled towards the red panda, who had time to neither duck nor dodge before the missile struck him squarely in the chest. A shout of triumph died on Ajay Shah's lips in astonishment as he heard the blade clatter to the floor far beyond the target. The smiling form of the red panda which stood before him, unhurt, "'You didn't really think I would give you that soft a target, did you?' came a voice from behind him as another red panda stepped from the darkness. Shah hissed as he turned quickly, 
instinctively keeping both figures in his sights as best he could, a task made impossible as another red panda stepped from the shadows behind his new position, and then another, and another, and another. The laughter from their lips rose like a crescendo and echoed through the empty halls of the Westing Mansion. You hide like a coward, Shaw spat. None of the masked men said a word. I will drink your blood. I will be revenged on you and all those like you. Two more red pandas stepped from the shadows, each of them smiling and saying nothing. Your city will bow down to me. Worship me, Shaw shouted, his voice ringing in hoarse echoes cast from unseen walls. There were twenty or more red pandas now on every side, all mocking him with silence. And when you are dead, the girl will suffer a thousand deaths at my hand, he growled in fury. The smiles disappeared from twenty masked faces in an instant. Shaw's fury cooled into a cruel vulture-like sneer. So, there it is, he nodded. I might have known. Your feelings betray you, old friend. She is very strong and very brave. And very beautiful, too. Please do not pretend you had not noticed. She fought me once. Will she have the strength to do it again, do you think? Without you to guide her, how long can she resist my power? Each of the red pandas shifted uncomfortably. Shaw carried on, emboldened. She will be chief among my entertainments, he sneered. She will suffer pain and debasement as no creature ever has, I promise you that and I will force her mind to love every moment of it, to love me, her master. I will kill her a hundred times before I finally let her die. At that, nineteen images of the red panda faded back into the nothingness that surrounded them, like statues made of sand dissolving in a sudden windstorm. Nineteen red pandas gone, and one pair of red gauntleted hands reaching out for Ajay Shah's throat and passing right through him as if he were air. The red panda had no more than an instant to gape in astonishment before he heard the voice of Ajay Shah coming from everywhere and nowhere. There you are, it said. The red panda was struck in the chest by an invisible wall of force, the pure, raw mental energy of Ajay Shah smashing against his ribs, throwing him an impossible distance through the air to collide with unseen walls beyond and then to crash into the floor below. Gasping for breath, the red panda clawed at the floor, struggling to reach his feet. Another blow of mental energy struck him in the face, spinning him around and sending him back to the floor. The shroud of blackness was gone now, as was the illusion that he had thought was Ajay Shaw. The real Shaw was throwing every scrap of mental energy into his attacks as he walked along the cool, tiled floor of the great hall in which they fought. He paused for a moment to smile at his enemy's struggles, but only a moment. Another wall of mental force hit the red panda as he tried to push himself to his feet. He could feel the grip of power around him, but there was nothing there, nothing to fight against. With the slightest motion of Ajay Shah's hand, the red panda was thrown twenty yards into another high-speed collision with the far wall. Ajay Shah, the unconquerable king, smiled. His enemy was sputtering now, and there was blood coming from his nose and mouth. You wanted to do it with your bare hands, didn't you? Shah taunted. You revealed yourself to me like the arrogant whelp that you are, that you always were. 
He struck the red panda again, the force of his mind dragging the red panda across the floor and then dropping him suddenly. The masked man managed to raise his head just enough to see what Shaw had avoided throwing him into at the last second. It was a large crate, open at the front and lid. There was a control panel at the top, and a great mass beneath was largely hidden from his view by the padding which had softened the transit for the contents of the wooden box. The red panda did not have to see it to know the crate contained a massive amount of high explosives. He gasped a little through the pain in his side, his arm. Shaw stepped past him and put his hand upon the crate proudly. You recognize this for what it is, yes? You have been tantalizingly close to two of its brothers when they were detonated. There is beauty in destruction, if it is artfully applied. Like you, I thought it best to diversify. This model was intended to bring the house down as a last resort. I see it will not be needed, since you were too much the fool to expect me to use your own techniques. The red panda gasped for breath but could not speak. He struggled to raise himself to his feet and could not. He could taste the blood and bitter adrenaline in the back of his throat. He could feel his heart racing like an engine as his body struggled to cope with the pain, the damage. At last a few halting words escaped his lips. I know. I know why you are doing this. Chaprine, you know nothing. He told me. Rashan. Before I left, the breath was coming easier now, just a few more seconds. Before you left him to die alone like an animal on that mountain, Shaw spat his question like a curse. At least I didn't promise to kill him. Shaw's sneer lifted and showed a single tooth like a fang. And I always keep my promises, do I not, rich boy? The red panda rolled to the side, his arm reaching for his belt as he rolled like a gunfighter in a talking picture. His arm came up as he rolled flat like a log and fired the only instrument within his reach, his grapple gun. The harpoon flew wide of the mark, catching Ajay Shah by the jacket just under the arm and pinning the cloth to the pillar beside him. Shaw laughed with furious glee. A last desperate attempt with a useless weapon, he shouted. Now die, Red Panda. Die. The Red Panda could feel the tendrils of pure mental force close around his throat, crushing the life out of him. He tried to struggle against it, and only brought the rush of blackness faster as he burned through the last of his oxygen. In the final instant before consciousness left him, he recalled the voice of his enemy. You were too much the fool to expect me to use your own techniques. The red panda closed his eyes, summoned his last reserves of strength, and reached out with his mind toward the crate beside which Ajay Shah stood. He forced his energy beyond the limits of his body, the last failing vestiges of strength into the ether, and from there into the detonator on Shah's spoilsport bomb. The red panda felt the sudden rush of air into his dry and gasping lungs as the tendrils released his throat. Shaw had heard the clicks and whirls of the fiendish device by his right side as they sprang to life, and his concentration was shattered. The red panda forced himself to his feet, his head spinning, his stomach churning. He saw the man who wished to hold all the world in his thrall squealing in terror as he struggled to free himself from his coat, which was still pinned to the pillar beside him by his enemy's grapple. 
The red panda felt his vision tunneling, almost disappearing into blackness as his body shook with the effort of keeping upright. He forced himself to run, hoping the momentum would carry him beyond the power of his own will which was almost lost. He pushed aside the final glimpse of the would-be master of the mind, panicked, frantic, not knowing whether to struggle with the harpoon in the pillar or the coat itself, or to reach out for the bob mechanism just beyond his grasp. Shaw called something as Fenwick staggered away, frantic words in a tongue the Red Panda had long forgotten or never known. A plea? A curse? He would never know. With the last strength left to him, the masked man threw himself through the heavy glass of the nearest window and into the blackness beyond. He thought nothing of the unknown open space before him, and nothing of the shattering wave of fiery death that rolled through the building behind him. From the moment that his mind felt the raw, concussive blast of the terrible bomb rip the body of Ajay Shaw into pieces, the Red Panda knew nothing more.